episode of The Extra Point. I'm Wes. I'm here with Matt. Matt, what's going on? How you doing? Hey, what's going on down there in uh, good old FL? Not a whole lot. Same as VA, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it's wet and rainy. Yep, exactly the same here. We're going to go ahead and talk about the draft today. Bobby's going to join us in a little bit. He's a little uh, preoccupied at the moment, but he will be with us in a little bit. We're going to talk about the draft that just happened last week. For you, those of you that tuned into the live show, thank you very much. It was a good time. We had a lot of fun out in the Cork and Pint. Uh, today we're going to kind of break down a little bit of the first round, talk about uh, you know best draft, worst draft, uh, maybe some questionable picks and some prizes. And also Bobby is going to let us know who won in our mock draft challenge. So we'll be talking about all that today. But first off, we're going to go ahead and break down the NFL draft's first round. Matt, with the first round, was there any big um, – I mean, did you think it went the way you expected it to go? Uh, for the first few picks, uh, I mean, definitely. Actually, other than Cleveland at number four, Cullen Farrell, that one jumped out at me. Uh, I thought yeah. that was a little bit of a reach. We'll see in time. Uh, Daniel Jones. Yeah, definitely um, a topic of debate this week. Yeah, by far. I mean, everybody says, you know, all the GMs are out there saying that they didn't want him before 17. So it looks like that was a huge reach. Um, yeah, only two teams said that, they were going to take him before 17. So Giants being one of them. Right. So other than that, it, it seemed like it pretty much went to plan. Um, I thought the Falcons, both of their first-round picks, trading back into the first round, I thought those were a little – a little bit of a reach as well, but again, you know, these guys draft these people for a reason. They, they've been scouting them for months, if not years. You know, they go way back to high school and everything. So, um, but other than, like I said, the ones that I just said, they, uh, no, no, no big uh, surprises for me. Yeah, it was, it was a really an interesting draft. Uh, after, like you said, after those first few picks, I mean, the consensus, again, was that Kyler Murray was going to be the number one overall, and Nick Bosa going number two was kind of a, a guest pick as well. A lot of people saw that as one, two. Probably about 90% of your mock drafts showed that. Uh, and then after that is when it started to mix up a little bit. Quinnen Williams, I mean, I can totally understand why the Jets went there with him. At number three, he's probably the best defensive tackle in the draft, if not one of the best players in the draft. Uh, so I can totally get them going for him at three. Then four is when, you know, it got really crazy. You saw uh, Clellan Farrell from Clemson going to the Raiders. I think that was a little bit of a reach at that pick. I think they could have gotten a little more uh, a little more depth at, at other positions at the time. Or if you wanted to go, go in, you could have really taken Josh Allen, which I thought was the better of the two, in my opinion, as far as ed- edge rushers are concerned. But, you know, to each their own, depending on the system as well, could have been a big impact for it. Uh, and then moving forward, you had uh, Daniel Jones going to six to the Giants. A lot of people talking about that, the kid out of Duke. Uh, I mean, I'm going to kind of go with the consensus again. With that saying that it was a reach, in my opinion. I think they could have gotten away with getting him a lot lower. But if you're Dave Gettleman and you are who you, you keep saying you are over every conference, saying, you know, this is our guy, we know other teams weren't going to go after him, uh, and they were afraid to lose him going down there, I could see maybe a Miami or, or, or a Cincinnati going after him. But Dwayne Haskins still sitting on the board, and really who I thought should have gone in the first round but didn't, Drew Locke, also sliding out of the first round. I thought those were two other quarterbacks that could have been taken ahead of Daniel Jones, uh, or three, excuse me, that could have been taken ahead of Daniel Jones if you count Kyler Murray. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Completely agree on the quarterback situation. Um, 
I mean, Daniel Jones, uh, I believe his completion percentage was in the mid-50s. Yeah, um, and that's against it, it, not top-tier talent. I mean, you're not getting the Ohio States every week. You're not getting the Michigans, the Florida States, stuff like that. You're getting, you know, those those mid-tier teams the majority of the time. Yeah, exactly. So, it, you know, everybody's baffled. Like I said before, these guys send these scouts out. You know, they're everywhere, and they go – they go way back in full tape, you know, from high school, if not farther, you know, maybe middle school if they can't find that. Right. Um, they, they put so much time into these draft picks that, you know, hopefully for them it goes well, but everybody else is, you know, they're kind of like laughing in the face about it almost. It seems like it was a huge reach. Yeah. Uh, I'm baffled by it. That, that's probably the biggest jump for me, even over the Clellan Farrell, the, the Oakland Raiders fourth pick there. Um Daniel Jones, that just blows my mind. Yeah, and and it, it does. Browning out the top ten, you had Josh Allen with the steal, I believe, at number seven overall to Jacksonville. Great pickup to replace Dante Fowler on the edge, uh, you know, and you have Gakwe on the other side. Then you have uh, Hawkinson going eight. You know, a lot of us had him in the top ten. I didn't think he was going to go eight, but the Detroit Lions picked up the best tight end in the draft, and, and Matt Patricia got exactly what he wanted, his little mini Gronk. Uh, and then you go to – uh, the Buffalo Bills at nine, they get Ed Oliver out of Houston, another solid defensive tackle, second probably only to Williams, uh, who went to the Raiders. Or I'm sorry, to the Jets. And then you have rounding out the top ten, the big trade that I really didn't see coming, Pittsburgh jumping inside the top ten, trading with Denver and picking up Devin Bush out of Michigan in what I believe is a great steal and, and just the perfect way to fill Ryan Chazier's spot. Yeah, it's funny. Um, the Falcons were – trying to place a bid in on that trade. Uh, it seems, you know, Pittsburgh gave, um, I believe it was the, that was the Broncos pick. Um, they gave them the better offer, so they went with the Steelers trade. I was really hoping to to pick Devin Bush up. I thought he, he was probably, in my opinion, he was the best linebacker in the draft. Yeah. Uh, that would have been huge for our um, weak side linebacker position. Um, you know, we have Deion Jones and Devondre Campbell. But, oh, man, if we had another guy, another, you know, full-time starter. I mean, right off the bat, this guy, you know, in my opinion, is going to be a big star in this league. I agree with you 100% on that. I, I think he is going to be great in this league, and I think he went to the perfect team being Pittsburgh. I think that's a great match there, great trade. I think it worked out for both teams in the end, especially with Denver later on in the second round getting locked. I, I think that was a great, great pick by uh, Denver and John Elway. I'm really impressed by that one. I, I'm the patience is what I, I really appreciated there is that they were willing to wait that long for him and they got their guy and they let him fall down. Um, and there was a lot of that in this draft. Uh, Jonah Williams going number 11 to the Bengals offensive tackle helped sure up the, that offensive line to protect Andy Dalton, give him a little bit more time as a starter of the Bengals. Then you have Rashawn Gary, the defensive end going to the Green Bay Packers. A uh, good way to sure up the defense for Green Bay. I, I like the way they've been going this offseason. I really like the moves that they've been making, Matt LaFleur and co. up there, I think they're doing a good job. You have Christian Wilkins, a uh, defensive tackle out of Clemson, one of three that were drafted during draft night. And then uh, 14, Atlanta, you had uh, Christopher, was, I believe, Lindstrom out of Boston College. Uh, what were your thoughts on him, Matt? Um, I, I like the pick. Um, we'll see if it was a reach or not. If you look into his stats last season – uh, for Boston College, he did not let up one sack the entire season, and I, I, I don't want to 
I don't want to put this out there for sure because I'm not a hundred percent, but I believe I saw that. I mean, he, he allowed no pressures. I mean, there might have been one or two, but I believe the stat was zero sacks and zero QB pressures on all pass plays the entire season. Right. So that's that's a huge stat. It um, is. Looking at numbers. I agree, Um, and it doesn't hurt to have, uh, you know, Matt Ryan, also who went to Boston College as your QB. I mean, that's a great icebreaker right off the bat. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was funny. Arthur Blank, his his first comments were – you know, the last guy we drafted in the first round from Boston College, you know, he's doing pretty well for himself. Mm-hmm. And that is Matt Ryan. Exactly. So, um, that, there's some probably ties there. Matt Ryan might have known a little something, something about him. Um, I'm sure he still follows, you know, Boston College from going there. Um, I think it was a good pick. Our, our offensive line last year, uh, a lot of people didn't really talk about it because of all the other injuries we had. But we had major injuries all year long. I think we started six or seven different combinations on the offensive line, and it, none of them were working. So, you know, at first I thought it might have been a little bit of a reach, but looking into it a little bit more, uh, I think it was actually a really solid pick. Yep. Yeah, I really like the way they're going with that. Um, I, I like, the you know, what the Falcons did. I, I think that – you know, given best player available, I think that was the best choice for them. I thought they might go Brian Burns out of Florida State at that pick, but they didn't. They, they wanted to sure up Matt Ryan on the offensive side, and I'm okay with that. Give a little extra time for Julio and Ridley to get downfield. Can't can't really complain about that. Uh, moving forward, uh, Washington Redskins, Dwayne Haskins, getting their guy without trading up. Another team I was really shocked didn't you know jump the gun and try and get up there inside that top ten, whether they had deals that just didn't work out or what. I know the Lions were talking to people draft night and they couldn't work out a deal, so they ended up taking Hawkinson, which worked out great for them in my opinion. But Haskins going 15 to Washington, great pick and great move also by the Redskins later on, drafting his wide receiver from Ohio State as well to join him on that team. I think that's a great way to get your quarterback motivated to play for you and out in the field in a hurry. Although I don't I don't see him starting the season as a starter. The Redskins did say the competition is open for starter and the better quarterback will start. So Case Keenum will not be the automatic starter going into uh, into training camp. Uh, after that, 16, Brian Burns just spoke about him, the edge out of Florida State. 17, you had New York Giants back on the clock, picking up Dexter Lawrence on the defensive side. Another Clemson defensive tackle, great pick. Garrett Bradbury going number nine, or I'm sorry, 18 to the Minnesota Vikings out of North Carolina State Center. It's going to be great on that offensive side with that poorly rated offensive line that the Vikings desperately needed to fix. Starting from the center is a great way to get it going. Uh, 19, Tennessee Titans, Jeffrey Simmons, defensive tackle out of Mississippi State. Another strong defensive tackle. I like to put him up there next to Dexter Lawrence as far as his his hands and feet and, and how he works. So I think that was a good pick for them, especially working with some pretty good offensive lines in the ASC South. And then 20, Denver, getting a great tight end in Noah Font uh, out of Iowa. be great for Flacco starting out, and if it becomes Drew Locke down the line, we'll see. But good for Flacco uh, as far as receiving is concerned. Uh, that's exactly what Flacco had when he was in Baltimore when he won a Super Bowl. It was a great tight end, and he's getting another one as well. 21, Darnell Savage, safety to Maryland. Secondary help is exactly what they need there. Andre Dillard, the tackle that was drafted in many mock drafts as a top 10 pick. He goes number 22 to the Eagles for what I would say is a steal, uh, replacing Marcus Peters you know, eventually as well. Uh, Titus Howard going 23rd to the Texans out of Alabama State. He's a tackle. Help with the offensive line that a lot of people need. They need that offensive line built up and 
uh, with the defenses that Houston goes against in the AFC South, that's a that's a must for Deshaun Watson if they want to keep him healthy. Joshua Jacobs at twenty four to the Oakland Raiders. One I actually did mock. Surprisingly, I I thought he was going to go here. It was a total Gruden pick. I just hope he works out down the line, and especially with the injury to Isaiah Crowell tearing his ACL, he's going to be you know the the feature back. Now, I did hear, and I don't know if you heard, Matt, there was talk of Marshawn Lynch saying, you know, if it came down to it, he might be willing to join the Raiders under the right circumstances. you hear anything about that? Oh, yeah, I definitely heard that. Um, you know, the fans love Marshawn Lynch, so if he says anything, that, that the word gets spread pretty quickly. Um, no, and I think that'd be great uh, if he came back. Like, who doesn't like Marshawn Lynch? Oh, yeah. You know, he, he's a people's person. He, uh... Everybody loves the way he goes about his business. Um, so I, I think it'd be great. We'll see what happens there, though. Yeah, I it's. I think he's going to wait and see what happens with that whole Antonio Brown situation there. I'm really wondering how that's going to work out for the best. We will see, though. Moving forward, Marquise Brown, cousin of Antonio Brown, out of Oklahoma wide receiver, goes to the Ravens, help Lamar Jackson and co. Good pick by them. Redskins jumping back into the first round with a trade with Indy, picking up Shaquan Sweat out of Mississippi State. Again, another good pick by the Redskins. And and they had a really good theme, picking up everybody that they needed for their team. And, and I just think that Bruce Allen and co. actually did a really good job. And a, a team that's not usually a good drafting team, they are known for blowing the draft. They did a surprisingly good job this season in oh, the draft. Uh, 20, oh, yeah. 27, the Oakland Raiders getting Jonathan Abram out of Mississippi State. Safety. Again, building up that defense. The secondary needs some help. That was via trade from Dallas. You have Jerry Tillery, defensive tackle out of Notre Dame, going 28. Uh, Lawrence Collard, defensive end, going 29 to Seattle. 30, the Giants back into the first round, picking up DeAndre Baker at cornerback to help with that Landon Collins secondary gap that they lost. Uh, Atlanta getting back into the first round, getting Caleb McGarry out of Washington again. Another tackle, you know, or I'm sorry, a tackle to go with the guard to help Matt Ryan out, and Keneal Harry, uh, going to the New England Patriots out of Arizona State. Big pickup for them at the wide receiver position, considering they're not going to get Josh Gordon back. It looks like this season, although he did sign his uh, tender to join the team, so if, if and when he does come back, he will be a New England Patriot. But that rounds out the first round of picks. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back. Bobby's going to join us, and we're going to talk about who won our little mock draft bet, so stay tuned. All right, and we are back, and joining us now live via his house is Bobby. What's going on, Bobby? What's going on, Wes? Matt, how you guys doing tonight? Doing good. Doing good. Yourself? Doing great. Interesting first round, or actually interesting draft. Yeah, it was a really Um, interesting draft. A lot of surprises kind of early on um, after the first five picks kind of were uh, kind of predictable. But after that, it was a it was a wild game like it always is. Yeah, it was. And we went ahead and just broke down the first round picks. Now, what I'm really curious to find out is who won our little our little bet that that would have the better mock draft. Yeah, so Wes and I, you know, um, I think episode, what was it, Wes, one and two? Yep. We, um, let's see, one, two, and three. Yeah, because we did break down. First three. And um, we kind of had a little side bet who would get the most um, accurate bets or accurate picks out of the uh, 32 picks. 
And believe it or not, you can't even make this up. We both have four. We and both we have four. <laughs> and, and they weren't, <laughs> yep. they weren't and, and just the first four or anything. Yeah. 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 And, and um, we, um, we didn't do this together. We did it separate. Yep. And um, so with the first pick, obviously, uh, we got with Kyler Murray. I think that was a consensus pick that everybody had. Yep. Going to Arizona. And then um, the second pick uh, to San Fran, we both had Nick Bosa, yep. which I think pretty much everybody else had. Yeah. And um, the fifth pick, um, Devin White, linebacker out of LSU. Mm-hmm. And then the 24th pick to the Raiders, running back Josh Jacobs from Alabama. <laughs> Four, yeah. which is crazy. You know, if it was the top four picks, okay, it'd be one thing. But the fact that we got one, two, five, and twenty-four all correct is just is, is just very odd. You know, considering we've checked over so many different sources, we've looked at so many different things. Like you said, we did it completely separate, and we weren't even in, we hit our total list until we were on the show, which was is the whole thing and the whole point of it. You know, it's fun like that, and we get the exact same people. With the exact same numbers, with the exact same score. Right. Yeah. It's uh, two great minds, I guess, think alike. And um, yeah, I mean, everything got shooken up, you know. With um, I mean, looking at the draft board that you and I did mock wise, we both had Josh Allen going uh, number three, and uh, Quentin Williams, you know, ended up getting that pick. So yeah, I mean, your boy Josh Allen fell down to the Jags. So yes, he did. That kind of turned it all around. Yeah, I wasn't complaining draft night, that's for sure. I was not complaining about that at all. Bobby, with all these picks that you saw in the first round, who was the uh, who do you think got the best pick, the best value pick in that first round? You know what, I'll be honest with you right now, um, I really believe the Redskins got the best pick in the draft. You know, Dwayne Haskins falling down all the way down to them. Um, that was a need that they, you know, that was a need that they had right there. They wanted a quarterback. Rumors were going in. They were going to move up, maybe to get Dwayne Haskins, and him falling all the way down to that pick and then getting their guy, you know, for, you know, they didn't have to give up anything for him. To me, that was, to me, that was a, the steal of the first round, to be honest with you. Yeah. And then it's hard to, I was debating that, and I'll be honest with you, Wes, even though we're boys, but, uh, Josh Allen, you know, falling to the uh, in the laps of the, um, the Jaguars because I really, I, I really, I had them taking Montez Sweat, and nobody had them taking an all uh, defensive player, pass yeah. rusher, and all that. Everybody had them taking like a tight end, yeah, I mean, you I know, like a Hawkins and all Taylor. that. But when he when he fell in his lap, you know, uh, in their lap, that was a that was a uh, that was a no brainer to me. But I would have to go that um, I would ha- I would have to go Dwayne Haskins, the Redskins. I would. I like the pick, and I've, I was I was saying earlier before you hopped on, you know, I really think the Redskins did opposite of what they're known for, and that's bad drafting. They had a fantastic draft, in my opinion. I just liked all the moves they made. They made moves not only on the field, but, you know, from a personnel standpoint, getting people excited to come watch them play with that QB wide receiver combination that they drafted. So I, I agree with you on that a lot. Matt, who do you think had the best value pick in this first round? Well, so it's actually kind of funny. I don't want to <laughs> I have the same pick as Bobby. Um, I mean, the Redskins, I mean, we could, I think everybody agrees that they 
they killed the draft. I mean, oh, they did. Dwayne Haskins falling in their lap the way that that happened. Uh, the Redskins normally always make that move. They're willing normally to, you know, we all know with RG three to yeah. trade, you know, three drafts worth, uh, you know, just to get their guy. And I'm very surprised they didn't make a move for shoot Kyler Murray. Even wouldn't have surprised me. Um, them, no, it wouldn't. And getting Dwayne Haskins and Montez Sweat in the first round. Wow. I mean, a lot of people, I mean, I had Montez Sweat going pick number seven, you know. And right. I think Wes had him going, you know, somewhere here in the first round. They got, you know, they got him, you know, in the latter part of the first round. It was a good draft by them. It was. Yeah, I really thought that Montez Sweat was, he was still available with the uh, 14th with the Falcons, and I thought I really thought that that was the guy that we were going to get. Uh, with Dick Beasley, not we're not you know too sure how he's panning out. He had the one great season uh, during that Super Bowl run, but since then hasn't done really much of anything. And I really, really thought we were going to take him with that pick. So for the Redskins to make those moves in the first, just the first round alone, blew my mind. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the first. 10 picks, in my opinion. I mean, the, even the first round of the draft, have you? we had a lot of offensive linemen mocked for this draft. And it seems like at that point, when, you know, you had to pull the trigger right then and there, there was just so many positional skill players outside of linemen available that you, you, had, you had to jump on them. I mean, you look at you look at any of the, these options, Nick Bosa, Quinnen Williams, Clellan Farrell, Devin White, Josh Allen, uh, Ed Oliver, Devin Bush, all those players – are so highly touted, you know, at their position, and they're, I mean, I mean, the first 10 picks are littered with defensive players, and I think it made those teams that didn't necessarily need an offensive lineman or that, you know, might need an offensive lineman, they said, you know what, no, I'm, I'm going after those defensive players, and that, that seemed to be the theme, and, and then it got to the Redskins at 15, and all of a sudden, hey, this QB that we've been wanting so bad is still available. Their their biggest fears, in my opinion, would have been uh, six with the Giants, eleven with the Bengals, and thirteen with the Dolphins of him, get, you know, getting picked up and and somehow he, they went through all that. And the fact that the Redskins didn't trade for him is just amazing to me. And the fact that they got him is even more amazing. Absolutely. And you're talking about you know they were trying to you know rumors were they were trying to move up into the top five because they were so afraid you know that the Giants were going to take him at six. Right, but obviously that didn't happen. <laughs> they took Daniel Jones, so um, yeah, I mean that worked out well for the Redskins. It really did. It really <laughs> did. Um, my pick for the first round is actually, you know, I, don't get me wrong, I love that Josh Allen pick. I would love to jump on that one. I tried to go a little objectively though. I like Pittsburgh trading into the top ten for Devin Bush. We talked about it earlier, uh, you know, before you hopped on, Bobby, but. I really think them jumping up with, the, you know, switching with Denver worked out for both teams, one, in my opinion. And two, they're, they're going through a culture change in Pittsburgh, and the fact that they bring in this young rookie to lead the team and kind of, hey, we're going to teach them the Steeler way, the old school Steeler way at least, I think it's it's good for that defense. It's good for the team, and it, it's a fresh start for Mike Tomlin, who's gone through a hell of an offseason. I absolutely agree. I mean, when I think of Devin Bush, I uh... – Think about when Michigan Ohio State played uh, in late November. I see him in the 50-yard line pregame, just rubbing his feet, you know, on the uh, on the um, Ohio State, you know, yep. like 
um, just sitting there, just scrubbing, just you know, just a gritty football player, man. He was on the 50-yard line, sitting there, rubbing the dirt, killing that OSU sign, all that. And just a gritty football player. He deserves to be in uh, Pittsburgh. I mean, that's that's a Pittsburgh football player. That's a good pick by them. Yeah, yeah me and Wes were talking about this one earlier because the Falcons uh, were rumored to – you know, really want to trade up and get him, and you know, clearly Pittsburgh made the better offer, and I, I was disappointed in that. I I would love that I, I graded him. He was he was the best linebacker in the draft, in my opinion, and if we had him, Deion Jones, Devondre Campbell, that that linebacker trio would have been, in my you know, would have been amazing. Um, would have fit in just perfectly with our defense, but the Steelers going up and grabbing him. You know, good for them. Really great pick, in my opinion. I like that pick uh, there, Wes. Yeah, I mean, to me, that just that one really stuck out. And even I, I'm seeing it draft night. I thought the same thing. Still, you know, I really think that was a smart pick from Pittsburgh. I like what they did there. Uh, again, going through a big culture change, I think he'll be a big help on defense, leading them. So we've talked about who we thought, who we, you know. We, the picks we liked, what about the picks we don't like? What about the players that we just don't understand? Uh, Bobby, what do you – I mean, who, who do you look at as far as in this first round or in the draft in general, if at all, uh, had a bad draft or, you know, made you shake your head like, I don't know how like, it's going to work down the road? I mean, I mean, there's a couple that stand out, but the first one I got to go that made me say, whoa, was um, Solomon Farrell getting picked at number four. Yeah. You know, I had him mocked, you know, like later in the first round. And I thought that was a pretty big reach, you know, for the, um, uh, was it Carolina that took him? I think at the number four pick. Uh, the, no, I'm sorry. It was the Raiders. It San Fran that took him. Was it the Raiders? The Raiders, yeah, yeah taking close four, so. four. Yep, the Raiders. I thought that was a little bit of a reach. You know, um, I had, you know, a lot of people I had him mocked. I had him mocked as in the U.S., you know, coming toward a later part of the first round, especially that they had three picks in the first round. Mm-hmm. I thought they reached a little bit on that. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, another one that stands out to me is um, uh, Darnell Savage, you know, that went uh, number 21 out of the University of Maryland, you know, a safety, a great ball player. But a lot of, I never saw him mocked in the first round. He was another one that was, you know, a second, third round guy. But, hey, what do we know? You know these guys. You know <laughs> they know more than we do. They do. They uh, do. We'll never. We won't find out for like two or three years from now until um, you know they get in the system and put themselves. But yeah, only yeah. only time will tell. Matt, what what was yours? So mine, uh, the pick that I that I thought was a reach. Uh, we already talked about it a little bit. Um, and I know it's the one everybody's already talking about. I already know, but it's, it's, it's Daniel Jones. I mean, good God almighty, New York football giants. What the hell are you doing? Um, yeah, no question about it, man. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, good Lord almighty, man. Uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I was looking at his college stats earlier. Uh, the completion percentage for his total time, you know, at Duke was, like 59 percent uh his, his touchdown to interception ratio 52 to 29 interceptions uh that's that looks okay um but overall i mean come on and you like i said he, he was playing for duke he's not playing alabama and clemson and these top tier teams in college football 
uh, I, I mean, a reach. Good Lord, that was that was more than a reach in my opinion, especially with having the seventeenth pick. Um, and then you know, again talking about Dwayne Haskins falling to the Redskins. Right. Right. You know, wow, like wow. I mean, the Giants could have had a guy who, you know, threw fifty right. touchdown passes in the season. I mean, um, I, I don't even want to go into it anymore. I really don't because it, it frustrates me, and I'm not even a Giants fan. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that first round, that that first round couldn't have panned out better for any Redskins fan than you thought it would have. I mean, that I mean, they got like legit two guys that were mocked in the ten, top ten in the first round. You know, oh, yeah. their picks. They got they, they address their needs. Ryan Kerrigan, you know, their their pass rusher right now is kind of on the back end of his career, and they got you know you know a guy Montez Sweat who is a known stud. He had a couple of health issues that were you know people are worried about, but um, it's a great you know they got him a good value, and they got you know um, Haskins who was mocked in the top ten, everybody's top ten pretty much, and he fell in their lap. You're right, Matt. I agree. Yeah, and that, that that's a very good pick. Uh, I just when I looked at this and tried to make a decision uh, as far as I mean, because Daniel Jones, let's be honest, that's that's the one. That's the one that everybody's gonna be questioning. That's gonna be the 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 top subject for the next, like you said, Bobby, three years or more. What's gonna and end I'll up happening what, with him? And I'll tell you what, uh, uh, Gettleman, the uh, GM for the uh, Giants. Um, <laughs> That's his job. He might lose his job here in the next two or three years. Yeah. Daniel Jones better pan out or else he'll be out of a job. There's a lot of Giants fans and faithful out there, personal friends that I know, and just seeing on TV and all that. That was a woe. That was a woe pick right there. That was a definite woe pick. That was a pick that everybody just kind of, I mean, you saw the Giants fans at the stadium or anyone that you've seen on Facebook or Twitter or what have you. And it's. There, there's a lot that are not uh, happy about it. I think the franchise is split as far as a fan perspective, but I'm not a lot of uh, upset fans for sure. I actually went with Clellan Farrell, uh, the defensive end out of Clemson, going forward to the Raiders. I know you touched on it, Bobby. Um, I'm coming back to it again. I think that was a definite reach when there was uh, Josh Allen out of you know Kentucky that could have gone. I think Sweat personally is better than him as well. I think he, they could have picked both of those up. I understand the Sweat one, but when you have – Josh Allen just, I mean, in your lap and you pass on him for somebody who's got a lot more question marks than Josh Allen, what are you doing? That one was the one that left me kind of confused. Also, I, I mocked the pick correctly, as, as did you, Bobby, but it was uh, Josh Jacobs in Alabama. Although I know, you know, I guessed he was going to go there, which is great. And, you know, it kind of worked out for him with Isaiah Crowell going down with the ACL injury. That guy's going to have to handle the whole load this year in his rookie season in Oakland where he's going to have to be dealing with a lot of drama between A.B. and, D- and Carr because I-, I can already see it coming, or Gruden. It's going to happen. It- it- I just think that's going to end up being a bust pick. I think it's a bad location for him. But, again, it's a Gruden pick, so that's where he ended up. Not to mention they're getting ready to go through the transition to Las Vegas as well. And you know what, Wes? I mean, you're really right. I mean, now looking at our board right here, um, uh, going to your boys right now, the Jags, um, I had them going pass rusher, believe it or not, with Montez Sweat. Right. You had them taking Juwan Taylor. And right. And they got Josh Allen. So like and Juwan Taylor. Every mock that I saw. <laughs> and, and go figure. Yeah. They stole this kid in the second round. They moved up. When they get him in the fourth pick or third or fourth pick in the second round, yep. they moved up 
to get I mean, you're talking about a guy that everybody had mocked in the top 15, 10 or 15. And this is I mean, the first time Jacksonville's done it. I mean, what, I had, Wes, I had him at nine. You had him at seven. At seven. Yeah, I sold him at, at 35. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a big steal. It was a big time steal. Yeah, I mean, I'll be, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, outside of the ones we've been talking here about the first round, that's, I mean, that was a steal right there. I mean, that, that was legit. I mean, everybody's like, whoa. I mean, they didn't spend no time on the clock. No. They were like, okay, Done. he's available. We're going to get him. Boom, whatever. We're going to take him. No question. It would have been really interesting at this position, number seven, had Josh Allen fallen in their lap and they didn't get Nick Foles in the offseason, then which, which direction would they go then? That would, you know, be a whole different direction. You know, would they be getting Dwayne Haskins? And that's what a lot of people had him mocked at, you know, when the when the season ended. They, uh, they, unfortunately for him, he's not coming to Jacksonville. He'll be going to Washington. <laughs> but, uh, as far as overall draft, who do you think had the best draft, Matt? Well, we already talked about it. I'm going to go right back to the Washington Redskins, man. Yep. Uh, all the way through the draft, uh, they they addressed every need. Um, I mean, I, I can't. It, it's I think crazy we, that we're talking about the Redskins. Yeah. It, it, it's hard to talk about. I think that's all the normally same. Normally, everybody's goofing on them and this and that. Right. Uh, it's funny. It was like four or five years ago, Bruce Allen has an interview where he's like, we're winning on the field, but now we need to win off the field. And this is the first time they've probably won off the field since I could, since, I mean, at first the RG3 trade looked great, but then we are, we already know what that turned into. Right. Um, but since then, I mean, <clears throat> they haven't made any good moves in my opinion. Um, so this draft for them was huge. And Jay Gruden trying to keep his yes. job going into year five already, I believe it is. Um, you know, Redskins could draft. Uh, if I had to pick a number two team, uh, it's probably really tough. Um, I'd have to go probably with actually Arizona just getting Kyler Murray and then the confidence they had with making that pick already having Josh Rosen. Yeah. I mean, you got to have some balls to make a move like that. I'll be, you know, straightforward with you. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just drafted Rosen last year with the number one pick. You're not the number one pick, but, you know. Your number one uh, pick. Third, yeah, I think it was third overall, I believe. Um, and then just moving on from him, they moved on from the coaching staff after only one year. Um, that's pretty bold. So they got to know what they're doing over there, and hopefully that works out for them. But um, no, again, Redskins easily, in my opinion. Yeah, Bobby, I don't know if you had the Redskins as well, but that was my pick too. I mean, again, Dwayne Haskins, Montez Sweat, uh, Terry McLaurin. Uh, that's the wide receiver out of Ohio State that played with Haskins. Yeah. Haskins asked and begged yeah, for them huge. to draft it. I think huge that's great up. for great for him on the field because he's going to want to play now. He's he's excited. He's energized to come to this franchise, and I think that was just a great move by them. Jonathan Love, uh, the running back out of Stanford, he's a good running back. Uh, or yeah, he's a good running back. Don't uh, don't sleep on him. But he did have an ACL problem, which kind of runs in the family there in Washington. Uh, then you have Wes Martin, the guard from Indiana. He he looks like he's got some talent. Uh, he's definitely going to need some work, though. He won't be ready right off the bat. I like the pick of uh, when I'm looking at I I Where is it? Uh, Cole Holcomb. I like that pick out of North Carolina. He was actually 
not a walk-on, which is what most most of them are, are walk-ons. Uh, great pro day profile. He had a great uh, – I mean, he just killed his pro day. He, he got one of the higher grades. Four linebackers. I think that's a sneaky good pick uh, replacing Brown inside. I think that'll be a good move by them as well. So I think they – overall, they addressed every need they had in the offseason. Uh, A-plus a for me. Well, maybe not an A-plus, but definitely an A. Definitely an A for me. They did a great job. Bobby, like I said, I don't know if you have the same one, but. I mean, I do. You know, I, I do. I got, hey, hey, being a Dallas Cowboys fan, That's you know, I got to be a, a realist. That's and I got to give it to the Redskins, though. I mean, you know, drafting, um, you know, um, Dwayne Haskins and Montez Sweat. I mean, that's huge. I mean, you're talking about two studs, two uh, day one starters. I mean, uh, I mean, they got Colt McCoy as their quarterback right now. So Dwayne Haskins is going to be like, it's open, you know, it's open competition. I mean, we can see him starting day one, and um, he yeah, could be. That's what. Quick throw-in on that. Sorry to interrupt you there, Bobby. Real quick, is yeah, that, no, uh, no, 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 yeah. No, I, I just heard uh, uh, recently that Colt McCoy has had another procedure because he fractured his leg. Not as bad as, you know, Alex Smith, he's nice. a compound fracture, but like a hairline fracture. And I, I just heard um, on 106.7 The Fan in D.C. the other day that he had another procedure on that fractured leg, and him coming to training camp is, is very questionable. So right now it's really looking like Kate Keenum, and then, like you said, it's an open field. It's Dwayne Haskins and whoever else they have filled out you know, on the practice squad. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's open competition over there in Washington. So, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he was starting day one over in Philly, you know, when the season opens up. I, I really, I really, and with him, with them getting Montez Sweat, you know, somebody that fell down with a questionable heart issues and all that. And um, if he pans out to where he was in college and all that, I mean, they, they pretty much could have seen him draft right there. Another pick I really like, I'm going to go, I'm going to give you two more, though. I really do like I really do like um, the um, TJ Hawkinson going to um, the Lions. Yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt, Staff, mm-hmm. Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford needs a weapon right now. I mean, he's kind of towards he's not towards the end of his career. You know, he's at the point right now that they need offensive weapons. They don't have many weapons. No. So pretty um, Golden Tate. Me, I, Golden Tate's gone. You know, so yeah, he's gone. So um, I think Matt Stafford needs a weapon like that right now, you know, since they're kind of depleting on the offensive side of the ball. And um, I would have to go um, the Redskins, definitely, to me, uh, sold the first round. Yeah, they did. I say that with Josh, with, with Josh Allen and um, Dwayne Haskins. Uh, not yet, not just the first round. The whole draft, in my opinion. I mean, they just – they. I mean, they, they hit killed after it. Hit, it after hit. Surprisingly, like I said, it's just yeah. you know very baffling to me that <laughs> they come out with a draft like this after so many years of uh, you know. Just it's it's hard. Draft. It's hard for me. It's hard. It's hard for me to say that being a Cowboys fan, but I mean, they did a great draft. Yeah, they did. They did most certainly. Another pick I liked was DeAndre Baker from Georgia going to the Giants. How the Giants snuck back up in there and got him. I think that was a good pick by them as well in the first round. Brian Burns, the Panthers, I liked. Um, we touched uh, on Ed Oliver as well to the Buffalo Bills. I think that's a great pick for them. That'll be great in December to have Ed Oliver on your front defensive line. 
trying to have those running backs get through. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a long day for them. Long day for most teams when they go up north for the winter. With that though, we are gonna go ahead and call it. Appreciate you, Bobby, for calling in. Matt, again as always, we appreciate having you. And until you, next time, this is the extra point. Thanks for listening. Thank you guys. Looking forward to the next one.